Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello and welcome to the Presence Podcast. This is Rick and you are here for episode number 251. It's evening, actually early Sunday morning because it is about 12.30 a.m. And I'm in my favorite place, Serenity Place, Shalom Place, which is my name for my back screened-in porch. Now, it's kind of cool tonight, which is interesting, because if you were listening last week, you might have heard when I was sitting out here how I was talking about the heat that we were having and how it was like 75 degrees at night. Well, it is about 20 degrees cooler tonight. (laughs) We had some rain come through. feels like the temperature dropped. Uh, In fact, it was a little bit raw even earlier today uh, with blowing rain and ugh. Just not my favorite weather, but it is a reminder that fall is on the way, that winter is behind it, and that my days out here recording this podcast are limited, and I'm sad about that. I really like this spot. I have really enjoyed sitting out here and praying out here and recording out here, and God willing, I'll be back in the spring and not quite done yet. Certainly, uh, I can use blankets and a sweatshirt like I have on tonight to prolong the time out here, but time and the year and life and the universe move on. And I began this podcast on January 1st in the basement and I will record the last podcast of 2018 on December 31st back in my basement. So I suppose there's some circular beginning and ending in that. But today, even though it was a rainy day, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to the experience of God. And I'm glad you're here with me tonight. Whatever time and place you might be listening to this, And I appreciate your giving me a few minutes to share this with you. So today was one of those days where I worked like pretty much every Saturday for almost the last six years, which just blows my mind that I've been doing this now for six years. It doesn't feel that long. I don't feel six years older. But I started in 2012 working Saturdays at this winery in Westerville, which is the next town over from where I live here in central Ohio. And today was one of those days where I didn't just work part of the afternoon or evening. I worked all afternoon and into the evening. It was a 12 to 9 shift, opening to closing. And um, I, I do this from time to time whenever the owner is away. He's away on vacation right now. And um, it, it's not bad. Um, I get paid fairly well. Today, because I was the only one working from start to finish, I got all the tips, which was nice. Didn't have to split those. It meant that I had double tips. And um, it was um, it was a day that definitely passed. I got it started um, by getting some work done. I have been meaning since the beginning of the school year to fill in my lesson plan book with dates and to begin to, to start to use that and had the opportunity to to make some significant progress on that. 
Um, wanted to do a little bit of reading. Unfortunately, that didn't happen um, because people were coming in at different times. But I got done some work and then the day passed by. And it was slow at times, most definitely. I, I certainly would have liked to have had more customers. And there were a few that I connected with, at least a little bit. But most of the customers today were um, were really kind of self-contained as they were. You know, there's the customers that come in that really want to talk and, and they just want to socialize and maybe they, you know, and then that, and that's good and that's fine. Sometimes that's kind of exhausting and draining, especially because I might have other things to do there, cleaning and, you know, organizing and things like that. And then there's the, the customers that come in and, and, you know, they're a couple or three or two couples, whatever it might be that just really kind of want to do their own thing. They really don't want to interact very much with me at all. Generally speaking, if, if a person or a pair or a trio sits at the bar, they more likely want to interact with me, but not always. There were a couple women who came in today and I think they were planning a shower, bridal, baby, something like that. And they sat at the bar and they just worked, <laughs> talked about plans and had very little to say to me and it wasn't rude and I knew they weren't interested in talking to me. So I went and did other things I needed to do and that was fine. That was most definitely fine. Fortunately though, someone did come in towards the middle to end of the evening and it's um, it's an older woman um, who has come in before. Um, her name is Pam and we have two different Pams that come in and, and this is, I kind of think of her as the other Pam. Um, but they actually look kind of alike and, and probably are about the same age, you know, probably in their 60s, mid to mid to late 60s, I would think. But but young, youngish. And um, it was um, really nice to talk to, to, to this Pam, the other Pam. And um, we had we, we really covered a wide range of topics. Um, we were talking about the Catholic Church and the, the scandal that, you know, continues to, to make headlines um, we talked about politics. We talked about just a wide-ranging um, uh, set of subjects. And, and in part, we were able to do this because really very few people came into the winery. In fact, there was a time from like 7 o'clock on where she was the last customer. <laughs> Nobody else came in. And we talked until we talked. I think she ended up leaving around 8.15 or so. And, and we talked and talked and nobody came in. And we had the privacy to talk about politics and you know, just had a, had a good spirited conversation. Well, the God presence moment actually was in something she was saying toward the end of our conversation, and it shifted around to caring for loved ones with Alzheimer's. And it was her mother that suffered from that. And she, Pam, was telling me about how difficult it was when her mother stopped recognizing her. And where her mother was still very spirited, just had a lot of verve in her life, as, as Pam described it, but she didn't know who the people were, including her own husband and her own daughter, Pam. And Pam was talking about how difficult that was, but she seemed to approach it with good spirit. She kind of played along with her mother's memory loss fantasies and and the reality that, that she had. And it didn't sound, you know, like she was trying to 
Pam was trying to trick her mom, but she was just trying to be present to her and be in a place where her mom understood. And then um, Pam talked about how her mom ended in a nursing home and, and really that she was unable to move, but conscious and, and, and responsive, but she didn't know who people were. And Pam just, you know, really was kind of emotional in saying that, you know, behind these eyes that just seemed vacant, you know, she wondered, you know, where her mother was and, and whether her mother was in there with her consciousness, you know, saying, help, I'm trapped, I'm in here. But, you know, I, I'm blocked behind this wall of, of, of dementia. And then Pam said something that I think is, I, I want to stick with me in, in case I ever have a loved one that faces something similar or not even dementia, but just um, incapacitation where they seem to be non-responsive to myself or others that visit them. And, and what Pam said is she said that somebody, one of her siblings, I think was complaining like, well, why would I go visit mom when she's in that state of, you know, severe memory loss and not being able to be, to respond to others. And, you know, what I, I can't even communicate. She doesn't even know who I am. And, and Pam said that, you know, she, she told the sibling of hers, look, it's not about you and, and, and whether you are recognized or how you feel, you go because she's still there. She's still there and she needs you there. And in some way, some shape and form, she, she can, she's there. She can get that. And I, I think that was significant. And, and I think for me, that was a God presence moment. The whole conversation with Pam was. But I think that moment was significant and holy because, you know, it showed the care that Pam had for her mom and, and the wisdom um, of this idea that it's not about us. When we, when we visit the sick or care for the sick or whomever it might be that we serve, it's really not about us and what we get from it and even how it feels for us if we like it, you know. We, we shouldn't do things that we hate or despise, but there are certain things that are the right thing and the good thing to do. And just being present with someone, regardless of how memory challenged they are or, or even what see, how they seem to be, is a good thing. And um, I need to remember that. I want to remember that. I feel like that was a little God nudge, perhaps, a lesson that God was wanting to teach me, not because I need it today and not because I was in a position where I, you know, was like Pam's brother saying, well, you know, what does, what does that person, you know, what can I get from that? They don't even know who I am. And um, I want to file this away. And if there is a time I need it, I hope and pray that I can, bring forth this wisdom that I got on this long, rainy, slow night at the winery. So what wisdom have you heard recently from someone? What has someone said to you, shared with you, likely from their own experience, like Pam did with me, that stuck with you, that you knew in hearing it, this is important, and that maybe you utilized very quickly 
because it was relevant to what you are experiencing now. Or maybe you filed it away, knowing that there might come a day when you could use it. And as always, where is God in that? That experience of that wisdom, the giving, the gaining, the receiving that wisdom. As always, thank you so very much for being here. Blessings and peace.